0: Oh, yeah.
1: Five. This year's flying by, man.
0: It's getting serious now, man. The first quarter of the year, all done.
1: <laughs>
0: um, Glad to put it behind me.
1: You know, sometimes on, on Sunday you can get the emotions and, and some of the funny things on on Twitter. And um well, what's your Twitter, man? Tell everybody.
0: I am D O.
1: And I'm at Manny Ball Hard. You can find us on Twitter. You can follow us. Um, you get some news. You get some basically more and more funny updates and reactions to bets, really. But, um, but yeah, man, it was a it was a crazy Sunday.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure.
1: Not a whole ton of upsets, but the upsets that did happen were huge.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I think you're always going to get it at this point, but. Um for me it's always a lot of overreaction too like obviously well there's a couple of upsets but i gotta focus in on the monday really because everybody seems to be talking about the new england patriots and how it's over it's over (laughs) and it just kills me man because it, it to me it's such an overreaction i think the key part about coaching is making adjustments um Sure, Brady's not looking like the Brady of old. The Pats ain't looking like the Pats of old. But I think Belichick comes in there with some changes. I think they're playing in a weak division. And I, I look at that as a team that can get better as the year goes on. And if they could get in the playoffs, anything can happen. So I'm not writing them off when both of us said they could make the Super Bowl. Yeah,
1: I'm not writing them off either. But there's some... as You know, as soon as I see a team getting blown out... Or something surprising happened, I looked to the week after. Mm-hmm. I say, okay, is this an opportunity to play them the next week? Yeah. And the first team I did that with was New England. Especially when you see a quality team get beat. Yep. Then you look to the week after. And I, I looked at New England. And we'll get into the picks a little bit later. But New England plays Cincy this week.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sunday and, night uh, game.
1: Man, I swear, if they're playing anybody else. Um, but that's, you know, New New York, everybody's high on them again. The Giants, Great. after coming out and getting blown out by the Lions, they've stormed back.
0: Yeah, but who do they beat? <laughs> and the best part, too, is I don't understand people, man. This whole Kirk Cousins thing. For a week it was like maybe two weeks, people are talking about how Kirk Cousins is the man to lead the team. Man, they tried to trade Kirk Cousins and tried to get uh some value for that draft pick and nobody was biting on it. Yeah. So I'm I've never been on the big Kirk Cousins bandwagon. Maybe he plays okay in Gruden's system, but like I, I think it's it's time to kill the, the hype that he's a super franchise quarterback until he puts up some games, man.
1: Well, yeah, and his, uh, you know, his leading receiver was Roy Hulu, <laughs> right? So when you see that kind of stuff, and that's that's the kind of stuff, you know, that happened in Buffalo. I guess the biggest news was we heard that EJ Manuel was getting benched for Kyle Orton. And at first, you figure, you know, you got to give this guy a chance. What's going on? You know, is are they being unfair to EJ? But when you really dig into the stats, man, he is one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL based on his average pass in the air. Yeah. Combined with completion percentage. So most of his yards are coming after the catch. Yeah. His receivers yep. are running with it. You know, he's doing a lot They're of check plays and Spiller's taking off with it. So it's... um. I'm not surprised he's getting the yank. He This is his second year. And this isn't Marone's guy. They brought in Kyle Orton for a reason, man.
0: Yeah, but uh, Marone was supposed to be behind EJ. He came in the same year as him. They, they could have taken um, Marone's college quarterback, Ryan Nasib Nasib whatever yeah. his name is. Um, but to me, EJ Manuel, he looks the role. You know, he, big, strong guy. Seems to have good leadership qualities, but just doesn't play the role, man. I don't watch a lot of the full Bills games, but whenever I see highlights or whenever I turn and watch them for a while, he just looks way off.
1: I've been watching him, and you know who he's very similar to, and it's not a compliment, is Geno Smith. Yeah, yeah. And the Jets are in a a little bit of a conundrum because... No, like they have a Kyler, and they got a Mike Vick mm. behind, and an old Mike Vick <laughs> behind Gino. So, you know, they're kind of caught in between. They don't know what to do, and Gino seems to be the uh, the owner's guy. Yeah. In uh, in New York, but, anyways, that's a uh, it's a different situation. They're two of the worst quarterbacks <laughs> this year, by far. Yeah. And uh, their combined completion percentage, and also ball in the air stats are the worst in the league, yep, yeah, so
0: surprisingly Tom Brady in that category too,
1: yeah, you know what he's not it's weird to to analyze Tom and it's not just him it's the offensive line is a disaster, mm-hmm. it's a complete disaster. We saw Kansas City and not only Kansas City, even Oakland getting to Tom mm-hmm. So it's just like, you know, who is Gronkowski anymore? Seems like a shell. Yeah. But he could be improving. Like you said, he could improve. But this guy's number quarterback is Edelman. Yeah. He's a converted, what? Edelman used to be a quarterback. Quarterback. Yeah. So, you know, Brandon LaFell, he was okay on Carolina. but He's nobody. And who else they got? Who else is their wideouts?
0: Yeah, it's always strange when it comes to New England, but they pull this all the time. You know, (laughs) back in the day, it was like, Lawyer Malloy goes to Buffalo. Mm -hmm. And that first game of the year, they thrashed them, something like 35-3. You know, Bill Belichick, you know, shouldn't let go of some of his veterans. So, that's why I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. Um, I also remember two years ago, Peyton Manning, Denver Broncos, First month of the year, people said, he's done. You know, Denver's going down. Peyton Man is a shell of his former self. Noodle arm. Mm-hmm. What I love about football is around this time, sometimes teams can get hot and they start going on a streak. Because a couple of years ago it was Denver, you know, started weak, but then they just piled on the W's week after week, gaining that momentum. Um, I'm not saying it's the Patriots, but... That's what comes to teams right now is they, they start piling on some Ws. So it, it's going to be interesting to see who's going to be that hot team this year.
1: I think it could be the Saints, man. Um, they've come out, out and kind of stunk it up and been who they are on the road. And I think they've only had the one home game um, this yeah. year against Minnesota. And they, they covered the spread at home and they won. So they're 1-3 and, and it's not impossible for them to, to go off and run a few games.
0: Kind of an underwhelming division too. You know, you always look at that division as being pretty strong. It's, of course, one of those divisions where it seems like you get a different division winner every year. A lot of the times it could be that last place team. Comes back, goes in first place. But ATL looks sharp one week and then a little off the next. Tampa Bay, the big disappointment. Carolina, who knows what to make of them right now. So I feel you. Um, New Orleans could make that push.
1: Yeah, the uh, NFC South is uh, Lovey Smith. I'm not feeling them. And speaking of coaches, I'm not feeling and Making me look like crap is uh, Wisenhorn. Mm. I'm not feeling that guy at all, man. He's not doing nothing with Tennessee.
0: Big disappointing team right there. Yeah. <laughs> Just having them look like they're clicking. Uh, here's one thing for you. You know, it's like your boy, Jake Locker, goes down all the time. And they seem to put a lot of money into that Charlie Whitehurst. Yeah. But tell me why you don't just put in Zach Medenberger. I mean, that guy was playing, he was balling hard in the preseason, making some big throws. I say just go with that young kid, man, see what you got there. Yeah, well, they might as
1: well figure they look like they just want to give the division over to Indy
0: yeah,
1: or Houston, you know. nobody's Nobody else is putting up a fight. I like Jacksonville handing the reins to Blake Bortles. Mm-hmm. Um, his stats looked okay last, last week, actually. It wasn't that bad. Yep. Um, yeah, you're going to have some interceptions and stuff. That, that's going to happen for the really young guys. But what you want to see is, are they actually trying to go down the field? Are they completing passes? Are they accurate? And he was actually pretty good man, Bortles.
0: He's not bad, but he's got a tougher test this week.
1: Yeah, this week he's got a angry, uh, angry <laughs> squad coming at him.
0: <laughs> but, uh... You know what? I'm not a fan of this team. You know, I'm, I'm really against them all the time. But I'm a big fan of this player. Yeah. And I gotta give the ball hard of the week to my boy Steve Smith Senior. <laughs> Last week, balling hard for the Ravens, man, against I the told Panthers. You, right? I told
1: you he was gonna yeah. come up real strong.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I mean, it's tough to sometimes say that a wide receiver is gonna come out strong because it really depends on a lot of things. It depends on the coverage that they're they're doing. Um, depends if the quarterback can get on the ball. But yeah, for sure. You you call that one. And uh, he was just a monster on the field. And I was just reading about it this afternoon about why he's not on Carolina. And I guess, you know, he he had some talks with the general manager and the general manager basically informed him that he was going to be gone. But I'd also said that, you know, he's a shell of a player that he once was. And he was jealous of Cam Newton. And um, I, I don't know. I just don't buy into that, man. I I don't understand how you can cut Steve Smith if he still had stuff left in the tank. And obviously he does.
1: You know you know who Steve Smith reminds me of sometimes? Yeah, who's that? The bus.
0: <laughs>
1: Have you ever seen such a guy that's so, like, liked by everybody?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: He's like the Steve Eiserman of the NFL. Mm-hmm everybody loves steve smith he's fiery he's you know and he he's punched two two teammates out in practice <laughs> <laughs> that guy walks on water man yeah love steve smith. that's
0: true that kind of flies under the radar i forget about that
1: <laughs> nobody cares
0: nobody yeah. cares i love how guys get into fights at practice like serious fights in football man <laughs> knocking yeah. each other out man <laughs>
1: I, you know what? To be
0: honest, I think I thought it
1: would happen more often.
0: Mm-hmm. These guys go at each other. Yeah, it's true. Especially once um, you know you're practicing out there, the offense, the defense. So it happens. It mm-hmm. happens for sure. You Minnesota play for Taking care
1: of business, man. Teddy.
0: Yeah, man. Pfft, surprised about that, man. I, I, I was actually gonna run this by you, man. I, I thought maybe we could just uh, stop making picks uh, for the year. <laughs> trying to prevent myself to. going down. <laughs> yeah.
1: Figured you'd want to, but you're you're gonna have to catch a streak like I uh, predicted the Saints to go. Oh to go. man, yeah, yeah.
0: It was, it, last one was just a tough one, man. You know. Yeah. Um But hey, that's what you go through in football. So uh, I'm I'm prepared to get back on in there. I'm feeling pretty confident right now.
1: All right, cool, man. Well, we can hit the pick segment.
0: Whenever you're ready, man, I'm ready. Okay, well, let me get right into it then, man. I'm taking Philly minus seven against St. Louis. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I'm riding with the Eagles, man. I'm riding yep. with the Eagles, I like what they're doing, and just not a big fan of St. Louis and uh, that quarterback carousel, you know. So um, I, I think Jeff Fisher got to wait a couple more years till he gets a, a really good quarterback back there, and, and I'm riding with Philly. Okay. Well, I saw.
1: I'm seeing. I, I had Philly minus seven on my car, but I'm taking it off. Okay. Because it's not as fun when we have the same pick. So right. I'm actually gonna switch mine to the Thursday nighter. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna go uh, Green Bay minus eight and a half.
0: <laughs> For say, I thought you were gonna jump on Minnesota.
1: They don't. Oh no, they're That's not exactly, sure. You know, he came out there surprised uh, Atlanta. Played at home, had all the momentum, had. Two different running backs going off. Man, you're going to Lambo, son. And it might not be the same place as it used to be. But Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers. They still have those plays. They still got Jordy. They got Cobb. You know, Minnesota is not as good as they played last week. And as well as they played last week, they're playing Atlanta on the road. Atlanta on the road is a different team. Mm Mm-hmm. So, sometimes they show up in spots, but I thought last week was just a bad spot for ATL. And, um, yeah, I'm I'm going against Minnesota this week, man. I'm done with them.
0: (laughs) Minnesota, man. I'm just hoping that there's a game on Thursday. Yeah. (laughs) Every week this year, the game is really set. You know, it's it's, just really turned into a dud. That's
1: the other reason I'm taking uh, the home team minus all those points. Otherwise, I don't like letting tons of points all the time.
0: And I mean, the thing about Thursday night games, too, it's like if you've got a woman that that's your chance to really watch football, because yeah. now the TV's back on session. You know, women love them some Grey's Anatomy. Oh, <laughs> I, I get into the scandal, though. I like Kerry Washington and that. But I've had to watch that the last couple of weeks because the games have just been blowouts, man. So uh, I'm hoping that there's a game now.
1: Ho- yeah, hopefully we bad. get
0: get a good one, especially since the, these have been division games. So you you don't expect them to get so loose and so crazy.
1: No. And uh, um, speaking of that Green Bay line, man, like I'm I'm saying eight and a half, but that's dropped. It was uh, nine and a half and even ten. Wow. So it, it's been dropping. So it looks like money's coming in on Minnesota. Yeah.
0: Well, the thing I hate about um, a team like Minnesota, they're a team that could go six and ten. Mm-hmm. And when you're 6-10, and ten, you pull out a few games that nobody thought you had a chance to win, especially against a division um, rival. So, hey, you know, I'm feeling Green Bay on that one too, but, hey, you never know how Minnesota going to do. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, let me see. Let me see. What, what am I going to roll with right now? I'm, I'm going to go with San Francisco, man. Riding San Francisco minus 6 against KC. I
1: don't mind that at all.
0: Um, yeah, San Fran... You know, some people are saying Harbaugh was coaching for his life last week. Yeah. I, I do think that um, Harbaugh could be in his last season with San Fran, though. I think the rumors are going to get stronger and stronger. And I could see Harbaugh going to uh, University of Michigan next year. Mm-hmm. So I think it's one of those things where he, he's just like, let's ride this out. Let's let's do the best we can. And I think San Francisco is going to write that ship. And KC... Um, Big, huge win, but I think they're going to suffer a little bit of a letdown, especially since like they were kind of a team we thought were going to fall off a little bit this year. So I don't know if they can keep it up against San Fran.
1: Well, this spread is probably a little bit lower than it should be. Mm-hmm. You know, this should be probably be a full touchdown. I think that has a combination of things. People are generally down on San Fran this year and really high on KC after watching them right on Monday night kill New England. Yeah. So I think Sam Fran minus six is the play here. So I agree with that pick, but I'm gonna go somewhere else and take a, take an underrated home team. You mm. know, we talked about Steve Smith and Baltimore blew out Carolina at home. Baltimore is one of them home teams, man. Hmm. And so is Indy. Yeah, yeah. And I'm taking Andrew Luck at home. Man, okay. I know not everybody's giving Indy a lot of credit for stomping on Tennessee. But they are given credit for Baltimore stomping on Carolina. Right. I think this is a short line, and I'm going to take uh, Andrew Luck minus three and a half. Yeah. Over
0: the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> I love how complimentary we are. We're being today because <laughs> I'm feeling that one too, man. I didn't choose that one, but um, Andrew Luck, you know, is like uh, he's a one-man team. He's a beast yep. right now. Just. Uh, Seems to be carrying the squad and putting up a lot of numbers.
1: Yep. Yep, he is. They're pretty crap when it comes to uh, running still, but he's carrying them.
0: I got a feeling uh, this next one was going to be one of your picks, so I'm I'm, uh, glad you didn't say it yet. Maybe you're still going to be backing it, but um, I think I've got a new rule, a new strategy uh, that I'm going to go with this year. I'm just going to bet against the Jets every week. Okay, yep. I'm going with San Diego minus six and a half.
1: I like that
0: play. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, especially when it's less than a touchdown. Mm-hmm. A lot of buzz about uh, Philip Rivers for MVP.
1: Yeah, I just bet against Geno for now, man. Yeah. We talked about uh, Geno earlier and uh, <laughs> told you how bad he was. Oh. He's awful.
0: I'm just not feeling the Jets, man. Nothing about them. Uh, I think Rex Ryan's on the way to getting fired. Yeah. He, he's... He'll land, and uh, hopefully he'll get a nice defensive coordinator position. (laughs) You know what I mean? But uh, I just don't think uh, the Jets are doing it this year.
1: See, and that was one of my picks, Dio, and I could be an ass and leave that there. But I'm not going to. I'm going to give you a chance to catch up. (laughs) So let's start with – let's go. There's been a lot of heavy favorite action going on so far. Yeah. I'm going on a dog here, and I'm going to take the Texans. Plus six at Dallas. Okay. And, you know, we talked about that last year a lot. That there's a huge stat on just blindly betting the dog in Dallas Cowboy games. Mm-hmm. And Dallas is a perennial 500 team. So right now they're overachieving. This thing is going to start evening out.
0: Yep. They're that team that just as soon as you get behind, they let you down. <laughs> yep.
1: And I think uh, J.J. Watt is going to play quarterback and wide receiver, and he's going to start kicking, and J.J. Watt's going to be the coach.
0: I mean, the Dallas Cowboys are a perfect example of why, like, listening to sports talk radio can just be baffling sometimes. It's like why you should just listen to us break it down. People were hating on Dallas, man. Saying Dallas is... Could be the worst team in the league. Set yeah. a record for the worst defense ever. Now the defense is playing pretty good. Yeah. Um, But I still, I, I like the way they're playing, and I like the spread on this one. So I'm going to go with Dallas, man. I'm going to take them on a six. A little oh, head-to-head I like action. I like it. Yeah, I mean, um, they are that team that, that finishes 500 a lot. But, um, hey, I, I look at Houston as a chance for them to get rolling a little bit. Houston, uh, sure, they got a few W's on the year, but who have, they, how, who have they really beat? So
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: So let me ride with them.
1: I'm going to go with another dog. And I think everybody's just a little too excited about the New York football giants right now. <laughs> and I think because of how bad ETL looked in that loss to Minnesota, I think this line should not be more than like one and a half, two, something like that, mm-hmm. and it's all the way at four and a half. And I'm going to take ATL as a dog in New York at plus four and a half.
0: ATL charger, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm going. I'm going back to them. Man, there's a couple, a couple wells. I'm going back to, and I'm trying to take advantage of spots here.
0: The Giants, another one of those worst teams in the league, starting to get a little bit of momentum. Yeah. Um,
1: I felt I felt victim to that um, at the start of the season, but you know you got to readjust. You got to humble yourself and not be stubborn and readjust. And if you, if you feel like making money, which we actually gamble on these picks, then yeah, you're gonna you're gonna change your outlook and change it for the you know change it for the green. Not I, for anything else,
0: I just like this game. I like this matchup. We're coming off a week where when you looked at the matchups, there wasn't a lot that like really gets you going. You know, unless you you're coming in for gambling purposes alone. But this is, this should be a good game. Atlanta, yeah. New York, both teams really. It, it's not so much you're separating from the pack, but you recognize the, the importance of these early wins in these divisions that haven't been that strong right now. Uh, Philly's obviously looking like the class of the NFC East, but but nobody's really running away with anything.
1: So uh, Chalky White, I mean, uh, D.O. man. Yeah. What's your, what's your lock of the week, man? I see a lot of chalk on your board, man. I see, what do we got here? Hold on. I'm going to add up the amount of points you're you're swallowing here. You got 13, 19 and a half, and we're at 25 and a half points so far. Are we Are going to add to that total or are going to minus Why don't 10? we make it a
0: solid 31 and a half, man? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I'm feeling a little thirsty right now. I'm going to take a little cup of my coffee.
1: Going for some yellow Kool-Aid? A little
0: sip. Yeah, yeah. You know... Went through a tough time last week, man, watching uh, my Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> going down to the line. I thought the game was over. One of those, you know, you think the game's over. They're punting the ball. <laughs> um, Steelers got the ball with like a buck 30 left. I was like, ah, oh, this game's on ice. <laughs> and then I come back in the room. I'm like, nah, man. Um, but I also remember what it was like last year. Last year we went 0 4 to start the year. Took a few really tough L's. Um, One of them was to Minnesota, who was terrible last year. Lost to them. And that's the way I look at football. You're going to take some tough L's and sometimes (laughs) take them at the beginning of the year. And let's see if their team can build with it. If your team can get stronger from it. Um, They were really undisciplined. A lot of penalties. And I think uh, things can be corrected. Especially when you're playing against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So when I saw an opportunity to grab Pittsburgh minus 6 against Jacksonville, I got to leap at that. I got to take that. It's not like you're getting a home field advantage when you're playing in Jacksonville. That stadium is going to be full of black and yellow. No,
1: that's true, man.
0: That's a home game.
1: Tampa was one of my picks last week, and I was on them hard. Mm. A lot of different pick sheets. and uh, Tampa got me through, man. I picked them 7.5. I had them at plus 9. I didn't need any points last week. Mike Glennon, a.k.a. Napoleon Dynamite, came in there and showed that even though he doesn't look like a quarterback, that once in a while he can resemble one.
0: Yeah, he balled hard, and, and I didn't even take them last week, um, the Steelers, because I was like, I could see not necessarily Tampa Bay winning, but them putting up a, a really tight game, and, and it just so happened they took it. But Mike Glennon, for show, sure, balled hard, and uh, he might really solidify that quarterback position there.
1: I almost feel like going on uh,
0: Lake Bortles uh,
1: against you, but I won't. Especially not for the lock. Yeah, yeah. For the lock, I'm going to my tried and true, and I'm going back to the well, especially after a disappointment on the road. I'm going with Sean Payton at home.
0: Yeah, okay. New
1: Orleans Saints, minus 10 at home. It's a lot of points to swallow.
0: I thought you were almost going to say Tampa Bay there, so.
1: Oh, man. No, no. And that's exactly why I'm against them, because – this line, probably, based on how good Tampa is, should probably be, be 14. Mm. But New Orleans hasn't shown it. You know, they get blown out last week. Everybody thinks, oh, there's a big problem in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. But you know what? At home, they never have problems. It's a big difference at home and on the road with them. So, at home, I'll, I'll swallow it, man. I think they're going to they're gonna cover that, that 10. I think it could be a, even a bigger blow than that in Tampa. Man, Tampa played out of their minds last week, and uh, I don't think they got it two weeks in a row, man. I think that's yeah. it for, for Glennon for a little bit. They had, You can only play certain teams in spots. I think all these teams in spots. And, you know, a lot of what we've talked about is situational betting. Mm-hmm. And even though it's division, is what team are, are home field advantages for real? Like we, we talked about, you just brought up Jacksonville. Yep. There's zero home field advantage. But you talk about New Orleans, that's almost like a four-point home field advantage. Yep. So what I'm saying is on a neutral field that New Orleans is six points better than Tampa. That doesn't sound so crazy. So when you just add those up and you're at 10, you're like, okay, because the home field is at four, then the minus six isn't really bad at all. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's something that I go into, and I don't know how New York is as a home field. I don't know yeah. about that ETL pick; it's a little shaky,
0: but everything else I feel pretty good about. Yeah, it's like with New York—you don't always think of it as a huge home field advantage because New York fans can turn on you quick. And yeah. um, in New Orleans, everybody's there partying, having a good time. <laughs> oh yeah. So uh, you know they're really trying to write that ship, and and you just feel like it's just a matter of time before things click with Drew Brees, and um, even more so. The defense, though, that's been a strange thing. Is that I thought they, the defense, would be tighter, you know, with Ryan back there coaching the squad and uh Jerry's Bird, that big signing. I yeah. thought they were gonna step it up on the D, man.
1: They might. They might just be a little behind on where the offense is right now, and they look pretty bad. And Sean Payton actually making coaching errors, man. Yeah. Sean Payton making coaching errors where you don't expect a guy like Payton to do that, and even. uh Belichick, and Andy Reid is known for that crap, and he did that last week, too. Like, just some stupid clock management. Yeah, yeah. But they were dominating, so it didn't matter, but Belichick wasn't bad. Like, it, the coaching in this league is, is pretty funny, man, how these guys can mess up, and you can be at home saying, how can you not manage the clock better? Why do you take a timeout here or there? It's uh, it's unbelievable what you can catch at home.
0: Yeah, sometimes it's really weird, man. Football as a whole is kind of odd, just how many hours these guys put into coaching. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm up at 3 in the morning, and I spend 22 hours a day at the office, sleep there. It's like, I know football is a complicated sport, but, like, really? <laughs> you know, do you really have to get into it like that, and then you can't make these decisions right on the field sometimes? <laughs> like,
1: I uh, know. I know. Well, you're headed to uh, to ATL next week.
0: Yeah, I always say I wish I could stay uh, for a game, but won't get the chance. One of, one of these times when I'm down in ATL, I got to do it up because definitely being um, in Atlanta would be a good experience to go see a, a football game. I know you're doing it up in the D, and, and that's definitely a really good spot to do some tailgating. Uh, so
1: Yeah, possible Super Bowl preview. Uh, the Lions and the Bills playing at Ford Field. Kyle Orton against Matthew Stafford. It should be uh, very interesting. Very interesting.
0: (laughs) K.O. I love how that guy is still kicking.
1: (laughs) I think I was mentioning to you earlier, man, that downtown Detroit is going to be jumping this Sunday because the Tigers have a um, home game at Comerica. Yeah. Right after the Lions game. And I know some people in my group that are going to be going right to Comerica. They already bought their tickets. So (laughs) there's going to be some fellas going hard, man.
0: I've never been to Comerica, but it looks like a beautiful ballpark, and especially being right downtown Detroit, and and with everything going on, um, kind of that resurgence of Detroit, you know, with the Lions getting off to a good start, Tigers in there, you you gotta love it, man. Yeah,
1: it's gonna be a good energy in the city, man. I just hope, you know, these guys pull out W's, and it's gonna be Detroit
0: Rock City. It's gonna be nuts down there. that's, That's the... Well... It's not like a place that's gonna like riot if they lose the game, but you know it will be a little disappointing if they don't uh, take care of business. Let's say.
1: Yeah, and Comerica, you're right. Comerica is beautiful, man. I went to a couple games there now, and it's uh, it's really nice um, down there. And then uh, I wish I was coming with you to your next your next place because uh, you're going to Amsterdam next, right after
0: Atlanta. Amsterdam once again. Mm-hmm. It's on a popping. Your second home, yeah, yeah. So uh, looking forward to getting some ribs, man.
1: Yep. Are you gonna be able to catch some football down there?
0: Um, that game? Yeah, I'm gonna be checking the Thursday night game. So, uh, I mean, a little bit of it. <laughs> Those
1: lovely
0: Thursday nighters. Yeah, I mean, it's two in the morning over there is when the game's getting started. So we'll see. Oh, yeah. We'll
1: see how it goes. It'll be open. They don't sleep. Yeah, for sure. Sports cafe. Yeah. <laughs> All right,
0: man. All day. Aw, yeah. I think by the time next week, I'll be uh, catching up to you. (laughs) Well, I hope so. Getting a little ground. I hope you get there. Yeah, I'm just trying to take steps in the right direction at this point, man. All right, man. Oh yeah.